Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode. Tonight, I want to talk about just a few of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters and kind of what I'm hoping for the future of this brand new movie series, which by the way, I believe is dropping in less than 24 hours. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that the movie will drop Friday at midnight and it is now past midnight. It's actually two o'clock in the morning, Thursday the 22nd. So in less than 24 hours, you guys, we might be watching the brand new Mortal Kombat on HBO Max. I'm assuming that's when it's going to drop. I think the Justice League dropped at midnight um, the weekend that that dropped, but I'm really excited for that film. I have no idea what to expect from this film. You know, obviously uh, creative liberties were taken and things are going to be different, which I totally here for so I'm really excited to see what comes of that I do want to say right now before we go any further there might be some spoilers in this particular episode so if you guys have not seen Mortal Kombat not the new movie but like in general and you don't really know the story of Mortal Kombat um maybe shy away from this one for now until you watch the movie just because I'm going to give some thoughts and speculation on future projects that will definitely like kind of tell you certain things in this one I know the first seven minutes of the film are actually available to watch online I, I talked about this the other day um in that podcast so you can already get an idea of what I'm going to talk about here but there are still some spoilers that aren't in that first seven minutes that do have to do with that first seven minutes so if you're not like really into or know about the the Mortal Kombat lore um the can, the canonic lore then I suggest maybe not listening to this podcast and coming back when you do kind of figure certain things out or watch the movie um but yeah anyway so I'm gonna give you like five seconds and then I'm going to go further so let's do this five four three two one and a half one and three quarters one okay so anyway um now I'm just gonna talk about it so what I was thinking um I did read uh an article today that said they wanted to do at least four films if this movie is successful which I think is a great idea but what I also thought would be kind of cool is if you did like maybe the first four films these first four um consisting of the main roster right the 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 characters that we know of I don't know what's going to happen in this film so I don't want to say certain names and then they die in this movie that would suck um but like just assuming that the you know most of who we see here will be in these first four let's say Sonya Liu Kang uh Raiden um possibly Kung Lao I don't want to say it's going to be Kung Lao but possibly Kung Lao I would love for him to stick around I love Kung Lao but possibly Kung Lao Melina and others um assuming Katana's in this Katana um you know at some point Johnny Cage might come in Jax is here um those be those those main characters I think if you like focus obviously Sub-Zero and uh Scorpion too if you focus on those characters in the first four, I think would be really cool is that in the future, if you did, a, you know, either four more films or maybe a, a kind of trilogy with the newer cast of Jackie Briggs and um, Cassie Cage, Takeda or Takeda, some people call him Takeda, um, and then Kung Jin. I think it'd be kind of cool if those like four characters kind of set up a new core for like three other films um like if you introduce them in the third or I would say third installment versus the fourth because you know there's something about when you make a transition to kind of like get one cast out of one movie right and then like start with a new one 
I think it's kind of cool when you kind of ease people into that. So if you do plan on going in that direction, maybe, maybe doing like four or five, maybe even five films. Let's say you do five films in this, you know, in this, with, with this cast of characters, maybe by the fourth film, then include these new characters by the fifth film we already see them we, we kind of have a liking for them kind of like how they do with Mortal Kombat with Mortal Kombat X right they gave us those characters they give us Jackie and Cassie in particular because they make it to 11 and then they throw them in 11 now the problem with 11 to me is that it kind of like 11 does some stuff <laughs> I love Mortal Kombat 11 but it definitely does some stuff that kind of bothers me especially because you just introduced a whole new generation of characters I understand that maybe they weren't necessarily well received or that people didn't want to go further with those characters but either way it kind of sucked in my certain things about that kind of sucked but anyway let's assume that you want to do it this way and you do want to do maybe a trilogy with Jackie Cassie uh Kung Jin and Takeda. Like I said, I think it'd be really smart to do five films. Cause I, I just think that like introducing them in three is too soon. And then I think that introducing them in number four, if you're just gonna do four with this main cast, is too late. I would hate to to have to say goodbye to one cast in in the same movie as welcoming a new one in, where if they had been in the, the film before, like a little bit, not too much, but like a little bit, I'd be like, okay, I'm getting used to you. You know what I mean? Like it, when, when we switch things up, it can, can kind of suck sometimes. So I think it'd be kind of cool if they kind of eased them in. Um, I think that would make, you know, a lot more sense, but yeah, I would love that. And I think going off that direction, I would also, there are a few other characters that I thought they could bring into the new generation that we haven't seen, right? Cause obviously I think with the new character's name is Cole in this film, we're getting somebody that we haven't really been with before we haven't seen Cole we haven't played as Cole before so if they're already taking like creative liberties to do new characters I think with the newer generation they can kind of do something different that they didn't do in these stories like I'm not saying I, I don't necessarily want them to follow the the events of, uh, of X or 11 um even if you did bring back these characters you can always change and tweak things but also you can add more of a roster of younger characters and one character that I really wanted to see come back because obviously Scorpion is a huge deal in the series right um Scorpion Sub-Zero huge deals in the series so someone I thought that could be with the younger generation if written correctly uh for it would be Frost obviously uh she would be someone that I think could play the Scorpion character taking on that mantle I understand not Scorpion Sub-Zero and I do understand that she is kind of a conflicted character she's more of a villain I think at this point um but I think written correctly she could be like an anti-hero which I I guess is kind of like Scorpion's deal and even some way Sub-Zero's deal like I, I feel like Bihan is kind of an anti-hero um or at least was an anti-hero he's not quite he wasn't quite a good guy but he also wasn't necessarily a bad guy I think it depends on how you look at him um so I think having Frost kind of be that new generation would be cool um I mean you could you could do Bihan's brother but I I don't think they're gonna do that actually so I'm gonna say Frost and then on Scorpion's end even though he had a huge part in um Takeda um or Takeda's uh growing up Takeda is the son of Kenshi um even though he had a huge part of him growing up I would say would be interesting if they did this I'm not saying they will but if they did this imagine if they brought back Scorpion's dead son 
imagine if they did that like wouldn't that be kind of cool and he he had a lot of his father's like spirit of vengeance in him you know what i mean for like the newer generation that would be something that you've only done in this film series versus doing in the games and it could be something that people really like and is very popular that can transfer over into the newer games right now that they're kind of hitting the reset button on the games going forward sort of sort of that'd be kind of cool and again like you could age him up or make him the appropriate age for these characters because like he's dead we don't know exactly where he is he could for all we know he could be in limbo and obviously in certain you know in certain realms and things time and age is different for example katana is like thousands of years old but she looks the same age as the characters around her so there's there's always loopholes with that but i think that'd be really cool is if you brought him back as sort of like this vengeful spirit but at the same time like he's got like he can be level like maybe if you make two different sides of him where like part of him is very vengeful and another part of him is like level-headed i guess um and he has obviously different not exactly the same abilities as his father but different abilities would be kind of cool i know i'm getting like way ahead of myself talking about the future of the franchise but i did i did talk about this last time of how many films i wanted i thought they could do a whole like six seven films with these mortal kombat characters because the roster is so big if not even going further and doing spin-off things i know that sounds very very marvel and somewhat dc um and so but i mean i feel like mortal kombat is always wanted to maybe not always but has for a while wanted to set itself up as competition for these two houses right because there's obviously a mortal kombat versus dc game and i do think warner brothers is looking at this and um obviously netherrealm is looking at this as like mortal kombat has staying power mortal kombat is edgy mortal kombat's always kind of been cutting edge for a lot of people and so i think that over time as more time goes on i think mortal kombat could potentially be maybe not okay maybe not on the same level as dc and in marvel maybe not but there are other levels right there there are other layers of things right not everything has to be marvel and dc level right other franchises and things can kick off and be very successful and have come from different roots and i think mortal kombat could be that mortal kombat could be you know, the greatest game series to, I'm not saying it is the greatest, I'm saying it could be, it could be that series that, that does it the best, that goes from being just a game series to being something totally different into the movies and other forms of entertainment. Mortal Kombat's already done that with comic books and, 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 and so many movie, you know, reincarnations and adaptations and TV shows and things and cartoons and, and toy lines and stuff. Mortal Kombat's been able to do that and, and, kind of regenerate itself but maybe this time it'll really stick and work pretty well you know what i mean um and so yeah maybe at one point one day maybe mortal kombat really could be cinematically could be on the same level as dc and as marvel that would be so cool and i i I really do have hope for this like i said i just watched uh mortal kombat annihilation uh i know it's bad i know i I mentioned this in the last podcast i know i did just recently watch that and i went back and watched the original film and like i said i have so many fond memories of that first Mortal Kombat movie even of the second one because I was just excited to see a sequel I realized how bad the second one was but again you know I grew up 
my favorite Mortal Kombat game growing up was Mortal Kombat. I think Trilogy is the one I have for Nintendo 64, and it had, like, all the characters. It had, well, not all of them, but at the time, it had the most characters, and I think, like, two unlockable, like, smoke characters. One who looked like, you know, a palette swap ninja, and then the other who looked like a palette swap girl, and that's what I had. And it was a great game. I loved all the characters in that game, and, you know, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, say what you want about it, had so many characters in that film. I mean, it's no wonder why the film wasn't well received. One, the acting was bad. The budget was, I think, like spent irresponsibly. And, you know, um, with with character changes and and crazy rewrites. And then, of course, you know, um, just putting so many characters in one film it really does kind of like put constraints on how much and limitations on how much you can do with each character right for example the character of rain rain was one of my favorite palette swap ninjas because of his color and because he's rain he's purple and he's rain like he was kind of pinkish but whatever like i loved that that particular ninja and what he could do like his moveset and stuff and in that movie he's barely in it but you know and that bothered me as a kid and same thing with Melina she was discarded really easily in that film but I thought about it and I was like you know with Jade coming in Nightwolf Sindel Aramak um you have uh uh freaking Shao Kahn you have uh Shiva you have uh Baraka in that film I think Noob Saibot at one point is even in this I mean I, I guess it's not Noob it's like Aramak and and like a form of himself but because he's like all black he kind of resembles like you know noob or bihan and then you have you know bihan's brother um and then you have scorpion again and then you have i think cyrex i think you have sector as well um so there's a lot of different characters and jade i think did i say jade i'm not sure a lot of characters in this film from mortal kombat trilogy there's so many characters in this movie and you can only do so much and then you have the the elder gods as well and and then uh yeah uh, they're raiden and uh shao Kahn's father so you can only do so much with all of that cast right um and yeah like like i just i feel like that's what really did that movie in um but the, the original to me had so much potential i love the scenery of that moral car. Like, I just, I, I watched it and it, to me, it's a film that still kind of holds up. You know, I love the guy who played Kano. I think he did his job so well. I like, I know a lot of people refer to Kano as daddy and trust me, that's a problem. At the same time, I kind of get it. I, I said it, I don't care. I kind of get it. I know he's a problem. Like he's, he's, he's not necessarily daddy for me, but I, I kind of, he kind of is. He kind of, he kind of is. I mean, so is Jackson and other guys too, but whatever. Anyway, um, like the, it was the way that the characters, I think, the way the actors played their characters. Like, even the guy who played Liu Kang in the first film, his performance is way better than his performance in the second film. And I would even argue that so was the lady, the woman uh, who played Katana. I think her performance was better in the first film, too. And I think that had to do with the actors that surrounded themselves, you know, they surrounded themselves with. You know, obviously, um, uh, Bridget Wilson had been in a few movies before that. Um, fun fact, Cameron Diaz was, I think, supposed to play Sonia before her, but I'm glad that Bridget got it. Not No shade to Cameron, but I like, I think Bridget was the Sonia we deserved. Um, and then uh, the guy who played Johnny Cage, he's been in a few things. The guy who played Raiden has been in a lot of things. Um, and then, of, co- of course, uh, the guy who plays Shang Tsung um, is, is a great actor, too. So a lot of these people have had a lot of acting experience where you get to the second film where a lot of people 
I suppose they have a lot of acting experience. I wouldn't really know. Um, you know, it just, it, it, it felt more, it felt more like Conquest. Conquest gave me Hercules and Xena TV show budget. Um, Mortal Kombat, the first Mortal Kombat did had a little more of a budget, had a little bit more finesse, I guess, to it than the se- than the sequel. Um, but in, in Conquest, same thing. Conquest felt like, you know, it was even less of a budget than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But like I said, I, I think there were a lot of things that, that made the first one work, that made the, the second one just fail in comparison. Um, and the biggest things are the acting, uh, again, the, the, the budget and the, the, the choreography of the fighting. All they really did would do flips and, and, and kicks and hit nothing. And then, of course, you know, um, how jam-packed of characters it was. It was it's very entertaining to watch just for the characters aspect because there's so many characters. But with these films, I love the fact that there's they're, they're, they are doing four because that feels like they're, even though Mortal Kombat has such a huge roster, I think you can tell this story with enough characters in four films. I want more than four, personally. I do. But like I said, if you decided to do, say, five with this basic roster of characters that we, we all know and love, and then do an additional three, like a trilogy with these newer characters, you can save some of these characters, like these bottom-of-the-barrel, I guess, characters for those movies, as well as some of these top-notch characters that we still like, right? You can slowly phase out the Liu Kangs and the Sonyas and the Johnny Cage and the Kung Lao and all these for Kung Jin and Cassie and Jackie and all these new characters. You could even, you know, give, like, Katana and Liu Kang a child, and that could be... I mean... You could, you could, I, I would, I would be down for that. I'd be totally down for that if they all had kids like around the same time. Or what you could do is make Kung Jin kind of like that star character because he is a descendant of the great Kung Lao, like, you know, Liu Kang is in the original films. Um, you could, you could do that. And I think that'd be kind of cool because obviously, if the, for those of you guys who know, Kung Lao is a gay character. He's an LGBTQ character. And that would be something so, so huge as well. Um, not just because I'm a part of the community, but also it would just be a huge thing of like Mortal Kombat, you know, it, Mortal Kombat in its own right is already groundbreaking, right? And so I think it's really cool if they did that as well, if they told the story from a, you know, that perspective and, um, not because he's gay, but I'm saying like, you know, if they, if that's just a part of who Kung Lao or Kung Jin is a part of this new story, that's huge. That would be really, really huge. Um, and that's just to say that's, that, that's just an alternative to making it instead of doing like, you know, having Katana and Liu Kang have a child, because obviously Liu Kang is like the center of the series for the good guys. So I'm saying if you didn't want to do like a child for them, which would be awesome too, um, but if you didn't want to do that, then you could at least center it around Kung Lao, the, the descendant of the great Kung Lao, which in this case is Kung Jin. That would be pretty cool. Because definitely in the games, Cassie is sort of the, the main center of the four new kids. And I think that's great because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Sonya. I love Sonya Blade. I also really like Johnny Cage. I do. And I think I, there's something about Cassie that I like and that I also am annoyed by. Um, especially by in Mortal Kombat 11 because of what ends up happening in that game. And I didn't like that angle. I knew it was coming because obviously whenever you bring in a new generation, what happens to the old? It happens all the time. Um, which I want to get into when we talk about Scream 5 because that's coming up as well. But like, in the Scream films in general. But like, I, 
I knew that once Cassie was introduced, it was only a matter of time, right, before we say goodbye to Johnny and Sonia. And I'm, as I'm fine with saying goodbye to Johnny, I'm not as fine saying goodbye to Sonia because Sonia and Melina were my two favorite female characters in Mortal Kombat. And I liked them more than most of the boys. So, you know, and in certain games, respectively, I had to say goodbye to both, which sucks. It sucks saying goodbye to your favorite characters. But, I mean, it's Mortal Kombat, so does anybody really say dead? Not really, unless you're Scorpion's wife and kid. Nobody really stays dead. Um, love them. Shout out to them. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm really... There's something about Cassie that I just, like... I guess I just don't want to see her carry the films. I, 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 I don't know what that is. I just, I guess I just don't, I don't think there's anything really groundbreaking about her to carry the next generation. Obviously it's not going to be Jackie. That's not going to happen. Be, would it be cool? Yeah, it would be cool. I actually find Jackie more interesting than Cassie simply because one, she's Jack's, Jax's daughter. I love the fact that they gave Jax a kid. I think that's cool that they considered him enough to give him a child. Um, also too I think she's she's so different from her dad where I think I think Cassie really does embody both of her parents very well I feel like Jackie is so different from Jax and she hasn't had any like the characters who don't have as much screen time and as much story development are the ones that interesting interest me more um and I so I really would love to see uh Takeda or Takeda um Jackie or Kung Jin um take the reins of the newer generation and be that main focus because I think each one of them have a little bit more potential than Cassie I love Cassie and like I said she's the daughter of Sonya Blade I love her but I feel like you know these other characters are so different from their parents that it'd be kind of cool to have them be you know or not their parents but their relatives that would have them you know be cool to have them be the center especially with Takeda for example a lot of what happens to him when he's younger um and dealing with Sonya uh Scorpion and the uh the uh the mystic blades or whatever um in the comics like a lot happens to him in his life that I could see him easily being the new center of like a new story um and then, of course, like I said, with Kung Jin being the great descendant of Kung Lao, and then with Jackie being different from her father, and eventually ending up with uh, Takeda, I think that'd be kind of cool. If you made Takeda and Jackie, like, the main focus um, would be kind of interesting, right? And having them fight alongside each other uh, would be really cool. And again, there's so much you can do with these with these three characters, particularly the two boys, because they're not in Mortal Kombat 11. They're just, a lot of things are alluded to about them, but there's nothing really set in stone for those characters. We get a lot of ja- uh, of Cassie's story within the game, um, where we even get a lot of, we get, we get some Jackie. We don't get a lot of Jackie. We get some Jackie in that game. So there's a lot of leg room there. And obviously she's getting with Takeda. Um, so you could talk about that as well. Um, so just, just certain things. I, this is, this one, this episode here is mainly talking about the future installments, um, past the first four films with Mortal Kombat 11 slowly like doing the bundles and releasing what these characters were going to look like it. Like with, with Melina and Rain, especially, I was so worried because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I, I love my, my palette swap ninjas. I loved how they looked in the beginning. And now, you know, with, uh, I mean, I understand Reptile doesn't look the way he does anymore. Is it a problem for me? Kind of. Just because I like how, I like 
the way things looked. I do like that he does have his own individual look, I guess. But at the same time, I don't. Um, so I was kind of worried about how they would make Rain look. And I think the way they, they did make Rain look in the game is great. And I want to see how he would look in the film as well. Like the Mortal Kombat 11, one thing I give it credit for is it definitely took the time to make sure people didn't look like just straight up palette swaps of each other. The, the, the features of these these people are just more realistic and real and gorgeous. All of them look gorgeous. Jade looks beautiful to me. I'd love to see how like how uh, Tanya would look in this game. Um, I would love to see how she looked. I would hope they would keep her darker because Tanya's color changes like from game to game. One game she's very light skin. One game she's very dark. I prefer the darker Tanya uh, just to have more of a color like a, of a color palette. And I would love to see how she would look, you know, compared to like Jade and Melina and Katana um, and Sonia in this game. I would love to see how she would look, uh, you know, with with all those other ladies as well. Um, and the men are gorgeous in this game too. Johnny Cage looks great. Kung Lao looks great. Liu Kang looks great. They they all look absolutely great. All of them. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I would just love to see what they look like in these movies. I'm so excited. I'm so stoked for Mortal Kombat to come out. And I can't wait to see what story we get, you know, how it deviates and kind of becomes its own thing and how that will play into future installments. Will Johnny Cage be featured in this film at all? Being such a popular character, that is a huge question. Um, by the way, the spoiler that I was, that I was going to talk about that I don't think I ever got to was, uh, what happens with Hanzo's family, not the fact that they get killed. Again, you can watch the first seven minutes of the film online by now. If you don't know that's what happens, that's kind of on you at this point, especially because that story's been told a few times, but of who does it, which is the character of Quan Chi uh, disguised as Sub-Zero. And that's something that I think would be pretty cool too, is if we do utilize Quan Chi and, and also Shang Tsung and their abilities to kind of um, manipulate people mentally and emotionally by being able to change into different characters. That's something that I would like to see more of. And I'm really surprised because, you know, Quan Chi, what Quan Chi does changes so much. It changes the, the lives of Scorpion, uh, the lives of uh, Sub-Zero and his younger brother. Um, it changes a lot uh, in the series because of, of how manipulative and, and evil uh, that he was with that situation with Bihan's or with uh, um, Hanzo's family. That it, it makes me wonder why Netherrealm or, or why I guess the creators um, didn't do more with that, right? Didn't do more with that like sneaky deviousness uh, of killing off more people, Quan uh, Chi, you know impersonating more people like impersonating Raiden or somebody like that would be really cool if they went more with that angle of Quan Chi just being this master manipulator or even Shang Tsung being or both of them together I guess being these these master manipulators and transforming into different people to kind of get what they need out of others right we kind of see that happen with Shang Tsung in the original film where he uh uh turns into Chan, uh, Luke Kang's brother at the end to try to kill him. But there's so much more that they could do with that. I mean, he, he was a few other characters too, to make sure everybody got on the boat, but it'd be cool to see him actually really use those powers in other manipulative ways. Um, at least when it comes to, to, to Quan Chi, uh, of like, you know, 
manipulating families, maybe. Um, I think that'd be pretty awesome. So I, I, I'm really excited. Again, I can't wait to see what happens with these films. I'm really happy with with uh, the trailer and the first seven minutes that I saw. And yeah, I'll be definitely doing an update on this. And I will see you guys next time. Have a great night. Peace.